Ladies and gentlemen, the spotlights are on, the curtains are drawn back. Perry and I are entering from stage left and stage right, of course, which you probably don't know are actually the opposite direction. And you're probably also asking yourself, why is Wes using all these random theater terms? That's because we're finally doing, after I don't know how many episodes, because Perry and I stopped counting, we're finally doing a musicals episode. So sit back, relax, and some show tunes are coming your way. Well, Wes, I definitely didn't stop counting. Uh, let's see. I think we're 65 now, possibly. That mean, does that mean we missed the Quentin Nelson episode? Oh, uh, well, he's, isn't he 56? Yeah. So we missed that a while ago. Yeah, that's kind of sad. For some reason, my I miss doing that, Perry. Issues. I miss doing that. Can we bring that back? Uh, sure. I mean, yes, we just, like, we're going to basically hit the same kind of uh the same kind of person for for the number every time now though because only for like like we're gonna get offensive linemen we're gonna get offensive linemen and then we're gonna get to the 80s until we get to some wide receivers uh yeah so can we can we promise to pick uh jameson crowder for episode 99 is is he actually 99 yeah jay crowder oh that jameson crowder is a football player you mean jay crowder I did. The basketball I player. <laughs> All right, Wait, we've already lost who? half our audience, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> fine. It's fine. Well, Perry, um, we have a guest. Today. We do have a guest who I met just a guest. two minutes ago when I got on the, the, the call lobby. And please introduce our guest. Yes. So, everyone, our guest today is Tori. Tori is a huge fan of the pod. Uh, she even made me a journal one time for secret Santa that said, stay hungry, stay humble, stay hydrated. So Tori, we're so glad you're here. And we're so glad that you have theater knowledge. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I am super excited as well. Well, we're glad that you're here and can, can help our show today because I don't have a lot of knowledge in the musical theater genre um and Wes has a decent amount uh but i've heard that you are uh here to bring a lot of insight yes i like to think that i'm a theater nerd that never got their chance <laughs> you just need your shot i just gotta get my shot right <laughs> Not shot. um yeah <laughs> so we specifically chose musical movies or movie musicals yeah musical uh, movies that have a broadway version and a movie version yeah yeah that you that preferably started on broadway and then they made an actual movie that is not yeah. just you know sorry hamilton fans you know that is just a video of the actual play we're doing actual movie musicals from broadway to the big screen um, mainly because i felt like for me that would be a nice little easy transition. Anyway, so we've got 10 movie musicals that we are focusing on today. And Tori, do you want to go ahead and introduce the movies that we'll be focusing on? Yes, I would love to. So we have Les Miserables, Hairspray, Grease, Fame of the Opera, Dreamgirls, Fiddler on the Roof, Sound of Music, 
Newsies, West Side Story, and Mamma Mia. And have you had you seen all of these prior to thinking about the podcast, or did you watch some of these for the first time? Um, I saw all of them except for four. I hadn't seen Grease, Mamma Mia, West Side Story, or Dreamgirls. So, but gotcha. I like. I knew most of Greece and Mamma Mia. The other two, I was like, oh. okay, fair enough. Uh, so it is also a very applicable time for us to be talking about movie musicals because in the year 2021, which also happens to be the year that it is, if you're listening to this sometime in the future, uh, there has already been in the Heights come out this year, which is a mm-hmm. Broadway. I actually, is it a has has it been on Broadway already for a while I, I or no? I don't think so. I think it's a straight up movie first. Let me look. Okay. Well, I know uh Lin Manuel Miranda wrote it before Hamilton, I think. Okay. I don't know if it was on Broadway though. Okay. Well, it's definitely a movie musical, and I'm assuming it'll go to Broadway, but the that movie just came out recently. Uh the movie Dear Evan Hansen comes out. Uh, in about a week from today that we're recording. So excited. So excited. Yes, I am very excited to go to that as well. And then in December, I believe, is West Side Story, the Steven Spielberg version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it'll be 60 years since the first West Side Story movie musical came out. So a good year to be talking about movie musicals. Uh, and we're going to be breaking down these musicals into 10 categories uh, and Wes, what are the categories that we're going to be basically picking our favorites of right, uh, so ladies from and, these movies? Ladies and gentlemen, this is basically a best of episode. So we picked what we thought the best, all three of us did. Um, our categories are best opening number, best closing number, best solo, best male performance, best female performance, best choreography, best tear jerker moment. I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> oh, Best overall musical number, best duet, and best overall movie. Yes. So I I don't know about you guys, but I have a winner. And then on all of them, I have at least one honorable mention. On some of these, I struggled. Mm -hmm. It was hard. It was really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. I think I have a lot of representation in most of these movies, and there's a few that did not make the list. Also, I want to preface, I'm sorry to everyone uh, that I did not, I was not able to get to do the accurate amount of preparation necessary, uh, which, you know, would have been watching all of these movies and listening to the soundtracks. And unfortunately for me, I had only seen two of them beforehand, and we decided on the movies a week. I had only seen Les Mis and Phantom of the Opera previous to this. And you'd watch those both with me. And I watched them both. Well, Les Mis, I've seen a bunch of times. Les Mis, I'd seen way well before. But Phantom, you watched the you. first time with Phantom, me. Phantom, I watched the first time with you, and that's still the only time I've watched it. But, uh, I mean, it was only like two years ago. But the other eight, I had never seen. And so I was able to watch six and a half of them and the only one I, I watched half of west side story last night but it is a long movie and i didn't quite finish it um and then <laughs> dream girls i've listened to a good amount of the songs not all of them but i did not get to watch the movie i do want to watch the movie though because i know wes has been absolutely pestering me to watch this movie for years and i so i think i'll probably try to give it a watch this week and then maybe uh maybe put my opinions on the instagram so and by this yeah. week maybe i mean next week because this is that'll be when it comes out this episode yeah. comes out 
I had seen everything on this list at least once, except for Newsies and West Side Story. Um, okay. And I did not make it to West Side Story. Mm. Tough. Rough. But I know the plot because it's Romeo and Juliet. So. <laughs> sure, but the Very songs. True. And the songs. but also, but also, Perry Glee did an episode on West Side Story. So oh, I basically you're, seen you're it. good. Actually, yeah. I would say from the hour and 30 minutes I watched of West Side Story, there was only like three songs. I was kind of surprised. But well, let me think about it. Romeo and Juliet doesn't have that much singing. I guess so. I guess. I don't know. So anyway, how does West uh, Side Story end? Do they die? Probably just not. Tony. Just wait, Tony really? dies. Yeah, Tony dies. Oh, that's so sad. Oh wait, Harry didn't finish it. I feel Rip. so bad. He doesn't care. And I was not attached to Tony. I also had Monday Night Football on. <laughs> no, wait, that was Thursday. Thursday Night Football. Well, <laughs> that's not the only person who dies. There's two other people that die. That's tough. tough. Rip. Well, rip Tony. Apparently, that's not our tear jerker moment. (laughs) We didn't know. No, I guess not. Maybe not. All right. Well, should we get this started? Do you want to go in the order that you um, wrote these? Do you have a different order in mind? I I figured just the order we wrote them was fine. Okay. Well. Yeah. Let's let's do this. Let's 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 do this this, thing. Let's get this. These guys. We can beat these guys. Sure. All right. Category number one. Who wants to go first? Perry? Uh, sure. Perry, what did you think is the best opening number of these 10? All right. Well, are you ready? Are, are you ready for me to feel, share you know, it with you? I'm actually kind of scared because I feel like, Perry, you're going to offend me at multiple points during this episode. I probably will. All right, Wes, you ready? My yeah. my favorite opener in one of these ten movies is. I can't believe it. Feeling the way I always do. Oh oh oh, hungry for something that I can't eat. Then I hear that beat, that rhythm of Harry, I can't. I'm sure. I really am. Okay. One second, one second. Just had to get to. All right, all right. That'll do. Harry, are you serious? I am. I'm so uh, proud of you. Oh, I should say, uh, because in case you guys didn't know what that was, I didn't actually say the name of it. It's Good Morning Baltimore from Hairspray. Yeah. Uh, Nikki yeah. Blonsky at her best. Nikki Blonsky. I was actually really kind of. This was a hard category because none of them, like, stood out to me as like a um duh you know what i mean like i also really liked the newsies opener but the song itself didn't stand out the i just remember there's a lot of good choreography uh i forget what it's called though honestly um, carrying the banner carrying the banner yes yeah, so that one's that one's good as well and I'll also shout out the opening of sound of music is just gorgeous and iconic um but hairspray good morning baltimore is like just such a fast fun bop that yeah oh, i enjoyed it a lot perry i'm so proud of you because i didn't you? know you, i didn't knowing you i didn't know if you would like hairspray okay so i'm glad that you and like that song is so like bubblegum broadway <laughs> i didn't true. know if you would like it or not but fun fact do you know how nikki blonsky got that role she was oh. in a complete she was a total unknown she was 18 and had just finished high school and she just went to the audition because she said her dream was to always 
play uh oh dang it uh Tracy Turnblad. Her dream was to always play Tracy Turnblad on Broadway because she looked like her. I mean, she it's like true. A person. And then she went to the audition and they were like, yep, it's you. That's that awesome. It. Well, unfortunately, she hasn't been in like anything else, but she that's, was in fame. That's definitely her role, though. That role is for her. Oh, yeah. She she accomplished her dream, dude. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. What do you guys have for that one? Tori, what do you got? Um, I had Carrying the Banner from Newsies. I know okay. the, the Christian Bale movie does not pale in comparison to the jeremy jordan broadway recording but it's still a good opening so yeah tori i also picked carrying the banner i really loved it so i was i was a little torn i'm gonna tell you because look down from les mis is intense Mm. and incredible but it was the choreography for me and carrying the banner i'm like i am all for it give it to me give me more christian bale continue to go off this entire movie absolutely loved it so good i love a good group number to start a musical i think that's what that's what my bias was (laughs) i mean it's yeah it's solid it's solid how do you want to do honorable mentions do you want to do them now or do you want to do them i mean i already listed mine uh so you guys can go ahead and say ones that you also want to shout out well mine was look down and my other one was think of me from phantom of the opera Mm, think of Mm. me because i i I could listen to (laughs) for hours and she is stop a fantastic singer yeah there's no doubt what about you are are torn between anything yeah um i also wanted to do good morning baltimore and then the opening for fiddler on the roof like traditions oh yeah very good one yeah very good very good yeah, Love I definitely it. was looking around and seeing what people might be saying online and tradition was a popular pick. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Fiddler and I'm like, this is by no means a bop. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, because it's not they just the, the music. There's really not a, not a lot of musical part. Like if we're being honest, it's not really music. It's just when they just he talks and it's really like it's kind of cool how he talks. It's like he's 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 opening like an audio book. He's like. Welcome to Penguin Publishing's presents this fiddler on the roof. You know, it's like he just talks in the. That's obviously not what he says, but like it's like he talks in the musical, like like someone would a audiobook. But uh, and the the only actual singing in it is like them going tradition, tradition. Yeah, but they sing it well. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the bottle dance thing is really cool. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. that's later, later on. on in the actual movie, but that's in that scene in Broadway, right? I think. Yeah. So mm-hmm. cool. all-time favorite scene to watch live. Seen it like three times. So good. That's wow. awesome. That's awesome. Sweet. All right. So our second category is best closing number. Mm. 
So the big finale to each of these movies. Uh, I'll just go first because I want to tell you guys right now, there were two of these 10 categories that I had zero problem picking, as in it wasn't even close. And I'm sorry, but if you pick something other than you can't stop the beat from Hairspray, you're wrong. Because it is one of the single best things I've ever watched in my entire life. And it's the other closing numbers don't even come close. Mm. That's tough. Why? Because you're wrong. Well, go, go ahead. Pick, keep did, you, did you pick one, one day more from Lame Is Perry? No, that's not a closer. Yeah, it is. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. No, one day more is not the closer. One day more is in the yeah, middle. It is. No, I can show you what the closer is right now. Perry, it's at the it's literally at the end. No, one day it's, more. It's both. No, I'm it's looking both. at I'm looking it's at both. the soundtrack right now. I <sighs> it's both. Okay, let me play the closer then and you'll be like, no. I'm I'm Wes and I'm wrong. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. And and this is I did pick it's the epilogue from Les Mis. It's not one day more. One day more is actually in the first is the closer of the first act. Um, but it's the epilogue, and at the end of the epilogue, the closer is when basically it goes to like heaven. Oh, it's all the people and, sing, and it's the, the reprise. The yeah. You're right. I was wrong. And so the the thing is also the the really it's the whole epilogue um, that is the closer, but that's sure. like the closer of the closer. And the whole epilogue, uh, epilogue is quite emotional. It, it tears may be coming may come to the eyes. Um, it's like eight eight and a half minutes straight of just like recapping everything that's gone on in the movie, and then like it's satisfying at the end. So not the biggest bop. I did have hairspray. You can't stop the beat as my second as my honorable mention it was tough but i just had to go with yeah well uh, perry you can't tell me that lame is that the epilogue is better than john travolta dancing and queen latifah belting it out you can't tell me that i mean this song is fantastic oh wait that's not it never mind uh where is it there it is that's not it sorry just skip to the queen latifah solo dude that's that's what we need is this it now we're getting close this, this is that was John Travolta dancing. Here it comes. Oh oh oh! You can't stop today as it comes speeding down the track. Child, yesterday is history and it's never coming back. Cause tomorrow is a brand new day and you don't know what from black. Cause the world keeps spinning round oh, and round. So good. Fade out. It's so good. It's so good. It's one of the few songs that every time I listen to it, I get goosebumps. Yeah, every it time. is so good. And I watched that just a couple days ago, and I was like, "Oh, would this be my best opener and my best closer?" I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, um, it is a bop for uh, sure. Tori, what'd you think? 
Mine was also "You Can't Stop the Beat" for my closer. So wow, me and Tori are on a wave. We are nice, (laughs) so good. Nice, man. It's kind of funny. You guys are picking the same one, and I picked different ones on each. But yeah, you know, it shows I'm the amateur. You guys clearly know what you're talking about. Well, Um, I figured for that one, you would pick Les Mis because you've told me before just how much you love the ending. Yeah, the ending, the epilogue is just so emotional. So anyway. Yes, I do love Les Mis. That may show up on a few more potential ones. But uh, yeah, anyway, moving on. Moving on up to category number three, which is best solo performance. Now, I don't know about you guys, but this one, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven honorable mentions. Oh, my goodness. That I may or may not list all of when it comes to be my turn. Okay. I mean, I but, have four honorable yeah. mentions. Okay. So this was this was hard. Really hard. But Tori, what do you have? Um. So for my main one, I have... It, let me read my reading. And I'm telling you, I'm not going. Sung by Effie mm. from Dreamgirls. Like, I saw that for the first time yesterday, and that song literally gave me chills. She did so good. Mm. Mm. We love J-Hud. Jennifer Hudson. Is that one on Spotify? Let's see. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. Wes, is that yours as well? Should I go ahead and play it? Yeah, it's mine also. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Where should I go on this song? That is not it. That is not it, Barry. Wait, that is 100% not it. I'm telling you I'm not going. That's not it. Oh, other dream uh, girls. That's the one. Because there's two different. This is from 2006. Oh, that is that the one. one? 2006 is not the one. No, that is the one, but that was not it. Maybe it's later on. Maybe that's. It's, it's like in the it middle. It says, "And I'm telling you, I'm not going." Jennifer Hudson is what it says. What about? Yeah, I've got one. It's got is that it? When I the what I just played there. What is it's that? Like a newer. That's a remake. Yeah. Uh, that's a remix. Harry, you're playing the dance mix. You oh, fool. oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please include okay. that in the. Episode. Oh, here we go. Here we go. There. Where should I go in the song? Like the middle. Uh, yeah, the middle. Towards the bridge. So I definitely so just good. listened to this one on YouTube uh, this afternoon, and I had I had already heard it on Spotify. Uh, I listened to what I could in the car ride uh, to work and from work this week. Um, but then when I watched it on YouTube, I was like, "Wait a second! She's literally belting into Jamie Foxx's ear." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, she I don't is. know if you know, he deserves it. <laughs> well, granted, I'm sure that it's a lip sync. Uh, but like in the no, song she's like singing like top jennifer hudson like of her lungs but at the same time she's like hugging jamie dude. fox and oh. i'm like that's kind of hurt if she was actually singing this dude but, i uh, cannot i cannot get over that performance i mean when i was like i said i have like seven honorable mentions because it was so hard for me but like when i 
went got down to it i was like i can't not pick this because it's too good like uh, there might be other things i might listen to more often but it's just too good too good mm, oh. wait tori you picked this and you had never seen dream girls until recently oh yeah it was my so first this time yesterday struck you enough mm-hmm. wow isn't it crazy? It's so good. It's so good. Fun fact. So Dream Girls, Dream Girls went on Broadway in either the early 80s or late 70s, I think. Um, and the original Effie, her name was Jennifer Holiday. I mean, I shouldn't say was, she's still living, but uh, and this song, I believe it won the Grammy for either Song of the Year or Record of the Year. So like it was on Broadway, it got released as a single and became like Song of the Year, Record of the Year, which is insane, absolutely crazy. Uh wow. and also jay hud jennifer hudson was she wasn't unknown when dream girls came out but she finished like top six on american idol the year before uh and then went and auditioned and it was something crazy like 170 people auditioned for effie and like she sang this song and they're like it's not a question Mm -hmm. i mean she's incredible so so cool no doubt phenomenal may have one of the i mean i don't know if it's the best voice of of this entire list but definitely for her genre uh there's no one who could do it better oh yeah i like another thing that like made me pick her in this song was that i was going through all the other vocalists in all these movies i'm like none of them can do this yeah but then again like i don't know if jennifer hudson could go the the like high pitch opera route of like phantom of the opera maybe Um, not sure but but i bet she would try yeah (laughs) so anyway uh what are you guys i guess i should go ahead and say mine but i, I would get, i want to go with my honorable mentions first so what are your guys's honorable mentions and then yeah uh, so i had um if i were a rich man from okay. feather on the roof such <laughs> a fun song um and i don't know how to pronounce his name i think it's heim uh topol maybe? i think most people just call him topol right topol? i think um, they just call him topol i actually really like his voice and just like the way he performs that song the way he takes himself i just I love every bit of it. Um, Listen by Beyonce, which also got released as a single from Dream Girls. So good. So good. Um, I Know Where I've Been from Hairspray with Queen Latifah. Um, On My Own from Les Mis. I knew you liked that one. She is a better singer than everyone in that movie. Mm. Like, everyone else aside, please. Um, Wishing You Were Somehow Here Again from Phantom is also very good. Uh, and then Edelweiss mm. from where the dad sings from Sound of Music. Mm. Good. I love that one. Good ones, Tori. This was hard. Yeah, like I said, it was hard. Mm-hmm. I had I dreamed a dream um, from Les Mis mm. and Hathaway. Always a good one. Um, and then I also had If I Were a Rich Man. And then hey. I know this is a solo, but I loved how the phantom sang past the point of no return. So I kind of put mm. that one in there because that one was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Uh, I also gave Topol some recognition with that. If I was a rich man uh, as an honorable mention. And then I said, and I'm telling you that I'm not, I, I just wrote, and I'm telling you, I forgot that there was actually more to the name of that. And I'm telling you that I'm, I'm not going I put that as an honorable mention. <laughs> the, the title of that song, come on now. Um, it's not a great title. It's not a great title. It could just be, and I'm telling you. How about that? Yeah. Or just, I'm not, I'm not going. going. Either way, fine. 
Um, I also put Wishing You Were Somehow Here Again. Uh, so good. So just good. a really vocally impressive song. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not necessarily one that I would just re- play on repeat, but it's like, wow, you're impressive. I- I, as a 24-year-old man, have belted that song in my car several times. <laughs> all right, Wes, here's another honorable mention that you're not going to like. The winner takes it all, Meryl Streep, Mamma Mia. Oh, God. That's my only, my you, only you nod to Mama Meryl. You get on your My list. only nod to Meryl here. She's great. Uh, I mean, come on. It's not a... Yeah. It's, she does well. Obviously, I don't love... Um, I don't love ju- jukebox musicals that much, but I would just like to say to everyone listening to this podcast, and I'm probably going to make enemies. Mama Mia is one of the top five worst movies I've ever seen. And whoever had the idea, here, here's how Mama Mia came to be. It was in the nineties and there was like uh, an ABBA super fan. And they were like, I'm just going to make a musical out of ABBA music. Who in their right mind says that? And then decides to do it. First of all, ABBA's not even good to start with. And then making a musical out of it. Like, they tried to save it by making it Meryl Streep. But, like, if I was Meryl Streep, I would be embarrassed to be in this movie. Yeah. It's, it's horrific. It's so it's, so sexualized. Yes. But it's not yeah. even like that. It's just bad. It's just yeah, bad. It's bad. I thought like, the idea was kind of intriguing. Like, the idea of, like, okay she finds out that her father could be any of these three guys invites them all mother finds out they're there but doesn't know that they're there for the wedding and i don't know just and then each father finds out that they could be the father yeah and it, it it's an interesting idea that at least had me thinking like at least didn't make me want to turn it off i guess i don't know i wanted to turn it off percent. <laughs> i want to know i want to know how they convince pierce brosden uh Meryl Streep, Amanda Seyfried, one of the other potential dads who's in the Marvel movies, whose name I don't remember. Mm. Um, how they convinced all of those actually famous people to be in this absolute pile of dog crap of a movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wes has it's, spoken. It's so bad. Well, you know what's not really bad, Wes? This what? song that is my top solo song. Here it is. Oh, wait, I should just. I'm going I'm to skip to more. Wait, where's. Here we go. Okay, so maybe Anne Hathaway, not the like most amazing singer of all time. What do you but mean? She did, she's, she, did, she did great. She's quite good. I think, like, especially compared to everyone else in this movie. Like, obviously, not a lot of great male vocalists in this movie. Uh, I would rival. I would argue that. I think Jackman's great. You think Hugh Jackman's great? Right? I think Hugh Jackman is great. He wouldn't have starred in Les Mis. He wouldn't have been on Broadway. And he wouldn't have basically carried um the greatest showman if he couldn't sing so whoever people that think he's not a good singer they're wrong and they should apologize 
Well, I picked Anne Hathaway's I Dream to Dream because of just the way she tells a story, an emotional, it's so good. an it's emotional, so good. like lifetime. She just shares like a lifetime that we have not seen on screen because we've only yeah. seen her on screen for like five minutes. And yet all of a sudden we are just eyeballs yeah. on in just a to- steady stream of tears. Now, uh, obviously we do have a tearjerker category. Um, so maybe this will find its way there. I won't spoil it, but um, yeah, just an emotional experience and the way she really makes you just feel for her because that's the, that's vital for the rest of the movie. If you do yeah. not care for her character and for her daughter then who cares about the you know like you have yeah. that's important mm-hmm. and she does a phenomenal job of that yeah. she's a, she's incredible Perry. i'm actually really glad you picked it so that it could get some recognition um i heard this song like i've heard a ton of people singing it just like over the years like on youtube and just on different music services and her version is still my favorite great Wow. I, I'm, that's and did you know praise. Anne Hathaway could sing before you watched Les Mis? Well, I, I didn't. Does she sing ever in Princess Diaries? I don't think not so. That, not like I that. I don't think so either. <laughs> if she does sing, it's nothing like that. I mean, it's right. it's good. Like, Anne Hathaway should be in musicals. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Sweet. All right, wow. moving on. Moving on. Best male performance. Every time you say moving on, I think of the song Miss Moving On, and I don't even remember who sings it, but I can only think of those lyrics. Nice. Whenever you say moving on. All right, so our next category is best male performance. And I don't know who wants to go first, but I have a feeling we might all agree. <laughs> best male performance. I don't I think don't we will know. all agree. Okay. Okay, that's, that's going to be my hot take there. I'll go first. And obviously I thought I would put Hugh Jackman as my best male performance. But honestly, when I watched Fiddler on the Roof, I was like Topol is kind of a monster. Like like a like in a good way. Like he's kind of a beast that holds this movie together with his acting performance. Mm-hmm. Uh cuz otherwise it's pretty boring. <laughs> he, he did win. He did win the Oscar for best actor. Did he? Mm-hmm. Wow. He is. I think he's phenomenal in Fiddler on the Roof, even though I wouldn't necessarily want to watch this movie a lot more times because it's not super exciting and the music isn't isn't really like very sing alongable. I don't know. But he singable. But he but he killed it. But he kills it. But he killed it. And yeah, he's amazing. So Topol. I my my honorable mentions, Hugh Jackman and John Travolta, not from Greece, but from Hairspray. <laughs> yes can we just talk for a second about how john travolta can't sing he's not he's not great like not a great singer so he got hired like he got the role of danny for greece um because he was such a good dancer yeah but and then like he's like yeah i sing he actually released a single a year before greece ever came out and i don't know who in their right mind let him do that (laughs) but Wow, I'm glad you picked Topol Perry. He deserved it. I mean, I guess he doesn't really need your accolades because he got an Oscar, but mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> Tori, who did you think was the best male performance? Um, so I chose the Phantom from the Phantom of the Opera. Solely. Oh. Okay. Fun fact. So Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Because like I can't watch it anymore without thinking Hiccup's dad. 
Like, that's all I think about. <laughs> and then, like, I don't remember where I heard this, but I found out that, like, he didn't sing before this movie. And then he, like, got trained right, for, like, six months. And that just blows my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. Good old so, Stoic is the Phantom, if you guys didn't know. He's yeah. also he's also It'd the a- head of the White House security in in uh, Olympus Has Fallen. Or he's in, also in yeah. P.S. I Love You, where he is a dead person that writes letters to his wife or, uh-huh. or something. Oh, or maybe he's alive and someone writes him letters. I don't right. remember. It was a bad movie, but mm. I struggle with the Phantom just because Gerard Butler is not a great singer, and like there's no. other Phantoms that were on Broadway that were phenomenal, True. but. There was and like the energy. other singers in this movie, like he's the if, he's the worst singer in the movie. Emma Rossum but, is just like, such an amazing singer, but like he's not bad. Yeah, like, he's, he's not, not a bad, bad singer. Yeah. He's like about um, Russell Crowe level. No, he's way better than Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe oh, is okay. Oh, um, one thing I saw one time, uh, it was by Andrew Lloyd Webber. So if you so like obviously like most of the fandoms that are on Broadway have like a classical type voice genre that they fit in um and you can andrew lloyd weber said that uh gerard butler sounds like he has like a rock and roll voice like he could sing rock and roll songs if he wanted to and andrew lloyd weber said that in his mind he envisioned the phantom that way originally Mm. which i thought was really cool he's got a powerful voice for sure he does a great job in some of the yell sing songs Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Yeah. yeah And that's right. So, okay, for me, I was torn between Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale from Ooh, Newsies. Newsies, wow. Uh-huh. I loved Christian Bale and Newsies, but I ultimately think Hugh Jackman was the best of all these options solely because he's in literally every scene in the movie except for like three. <laughs> True. Like, and it's a movie, long movie. He, he is the movie. Yeah. And that's that's what did it for me. I felt similarly about Topol. And yeah, he was, is the he same was also thing. literally the movie. Yeah. So. And the Phantom, Gerard Butler, the movie's literally about the Phantom. So. Sure. I guess we all went the same, same route. I have to there. disagree with you, Wes, though, on Christian Bale, because oh. Jeremy Jordan does you didn't like it? so much better. Like. But Christian Bale, though. True. Christian Bale's not there for the singing, but, we'll put it that way. But his singing was fine, and his sure. dancing was better. His dancing's fine, but also I don't know if you if you watch closely though in the big dance scenes, which there are many in Newsies, he kind of often fades to the back and lets the dancers really take over, uh, and doesn't maybe do a lot of it himself. I don't care. I I loved it. I loved the teen angst. We know that teen angst is always fun. I live, I live mm-hmm. for it. And I remember ever watching Christian Bale do something as not a stoic adult. So True. yeah. He was 16, 17? 17. So, mm-hmm. Crazy. Cool. Wow. So we, I was completely wrong. Yeah, we, we all picked all. different ones. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> Not mm. even close. Wow. Amazing. Great. All right. Category number five. Best female performance. So time to give the ladies some love. This, this is... This is a tough category. A lot of great female performances. I know. I think it's also hard because a lot of the female singers were better than the male singers. This is true as well. That's why Best Solo for me had... Had so many options. Had, had like six or like five women and one man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jordan, you want to you wanna 
bat lead off on this sure, one? Sure, yeah, I'll go first. So my choice for number one was Eponine from Les Mis. Oh, is wow. my choice. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> wow. Yep, that was my choice. Best best female performance, really. So that's an interesting choice. Yeah, please explain. Um, I just really loved her on my own song. And I don't know, I was just super intrigued by how she portrayed the, like, love triangle that they had between Cazette and whatever his name is. I can't remember. Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, whatever Eddie his, Redmayne. Marius. Yeah, I, like, literally, when she was singing to him as she was dying, I sobbed. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. awful. I was like, yeah. no, same. <laughs> Every every time I watch that movie, I'm I'm like, she is literally the better right? option. She like loves him with her whole being, and Amanda Seyfried is just like pretty and blonde. Yeah. Yep. It's fine. Okay. Good pick, Tori. Good pick. Yeah. So I went. I I picked the queen herself, uh, Julie Andrews in yes. Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. I mean. I think she was robbed of an Oscar for this movie. Um, she's incredible. I One of the most beloved characters, I think, of all time because she just portrays it so well. Sure. Yes, that's a that's a good pick, Wes. I actually also picked uh, Julie Andrews. And hold on one second. Um yeah, I'm a big fan of this movie. Actually, I, I don't know if I'd ever seen it all the way through. I, I'm like, it's one of the things where I'm familiar with it because like I've been to Austria and uh, Salzburg and like toured a lot of the like I've been to the the Von Trapp House. I've been to the mm-hmm. the Trick Fountains. I've been to um, the 16 going on 17 uh, gazebo, oh. which mm-hmm. is p- pretty awesome. Uh, but I don't know if I've ever sat down and watched the whole movie. It's a long movie. It's yeah, and I just loved it. Uh, And Julie Andrews is literally a gem. My heart like a brook when it trips and falls over stones on its way to sing through the night like a lark who is. Yeah, she's yeah, she's amazing. She's we don't deserve her. We don't. Like society doesn't deserve her. In fact, I make a motion at, right now that uh whenever the Queen of England passes away, although I don't think she ever will because she's a unit like that, I think we should remove the royal family and just uh put in Julie Andrews. <laughs> Do you think she'll last that, is, that long? She is 85 now, even though she does not look that old. No, she's killing it, dude. She is yeah killing it i was sad to find out that a lot of her children in the movie have passed away like three of them uh, and christopher uh, Plummer. and christopher Plummer this year passed away uh yeah. but she's looks like 25 years younger than she is that's for sure yeah so good uh, i also so i wanted to give emmy rossum a shout out because i have a bit of a celebrity crush on her oh. not gonna lie and do you know she was when they did phantom of the opera she was 18 mm-hmm. you said she was 18 wow and she could sing like that 
Um, rumor has it that she had to hit those high notes so often that she blew out her voice in that movie, <laughs> which is not great. But she was amazing. And I mean, Jennifer Hudson, who was not an actress, literally won an Oscar for wow. Dream Girls. So take that, Hollywood. My only uh my only honorable mention was Anne Hathaway for her for her very, 20 minutes of her 37 time. minutes on or I guess it was less than that but like I think 37 minutes into the movie was when she actually is gone um but she leaves a mark clearly yeah Tori the first time Perry and I watched Les Mis together Perry's like oh Anne Hathaway's in this that's that's exciting she, she's great and then she dies and Perry's like is that it <laughs> no I had already seen I had already no. seen this movie well before Wes. Really? Yeah, but I think I've told you the story. Oh, the okay. story is I thought that I was there. The story is that I think I was it was yeah, I was in like middle school is that I was with a large group of like my friends and there was like two or three girls and the guys all wanted to go see Jack Reacher and the girls were like, okay, you go see that. We're going to go see Lay Miz. And then all the guys, like some of the guys were like crushing on the girls. So they're like, like so oh, then they're we'll like, oh we'll Miz. go join them in Lay Miz. And then the other guys are like, well, I guess we'll just go to Les Mis. At least Anne Hathaway's in it. So I went thinking, like, I know who Anne Hathaway is, at least. She's kind of, like, good. So I went, and then, like, 37 minutes in, she's dead. And I'm like, what am I going to do with the rest of this movie? And then I just <laughs> loved it. Yeah, so. How much more did you love it than the rest of your little junior high friends? How much or more than all, the rest of my did, junior or high Or did they all love it, too? I think everybody liked it. Yeah, I think everybody liked it. I, I mean, I, I, it was a long time ago. I'm okay. a, quite a few years removed from that. But... Uh, I don't remember anybody telling me, oh, I hated that movie. So, well, Fun fact yeah. to Tori and all of our listeners. Um, the copy of Les Mis that I own was actually Perry's first that he gave to me when he got the Blu-ray version. And I <laughs> hold it as a very prized possession. Nice. True statement. It's like a symbol of our friendship. And I made my mom watch it with me. Oh, nice. nice. Did you have any honorable mentions, Tori? Um... We're in five, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I had yeah. uh, Julie Andrews as well, Anne Hathaway. And yeah, those were basically mine. I knew that like Julie Andrews was like number one lady. So I was like thinking of other ones that I could give mm. mentions mm. to. That's fair. So that's. Yeah. Samantha Banks is incredible. Oh my gosh. So Does she have less screen time than Anne Hathaway? Probably. Uh, Probably. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not much. All right, we are halfway home, ladies and gents. Category number six is best choreography. Excuse me, Samantha Barks. Don't Barks. want to get it wrong. There we go. For if for her, because she's probably listening. Right. So <laughs> Samantha sorry, Barks, if you want to come Samantha. on the show, if you want to come on the show, we I don't know what we'll do, but like, do it. If someone knows Samantha Barks, like get her on the show because she was the best singer in that movie and got no love. Yeah, we should have her just sing us a theme song. Um, you're right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Choreography. Choreography. Wes, I think I know what you've put. What do you think I put, Perry? I think you put Newsies. Absolutely. I put Newsies. It's not a question. This is the other category where I did not have any trouble. If you pick something besides Newsies, once again, you're wrong. <laughs> well, Wes, I am not wrong this time. I also picked Newsies as best choreography. It's so Uh, good. Second on the list, I put West Side Story, even though I only watched an hour and a half of it. 
I can already tell that the choreography in that is like very intricate. Um, although there's a really one of the weirdest like dance fights I've ever seen in a movie in West Side Story from 1961. Like they're on like the playground and they're like fighting, but they're also like taking the time out of their fight to do like some dance moves and jump spins and pirouettes and Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird um but hey they went all out uh there's also a really nice don't don't want to forget the really good uh famous dance scene from greece yeah the hand Uh, jive scene so good so (laughs) so you guys are gonna hate me but i are you wrong okay you're wrong (laughs) cannot kick newsies out of my right mind because the broadway version is so much better so i picked west no. side story is my number one okay but i know that newsies okay. is far superior i just prefer the broadway better let it be known that newsies was a movie first true fun fact really yeah, oh. Newsies was a movie first, and then the, Broadway. The, it's just so like every there's like three or four just really big. They just go. They go well choreographed scenes and all these kids that are doing all these moves and yeah, a lot of. And I think it's I think it's the group like seeing a group of teenage boys doing basically like a huge group dance. You don't see that in very many things. That is true. You know, mm-hmm. fair, fair. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Perry, so glad you mentioned. And, glad you mentioned Greece. We cannot forget about Danny and Sandy dancing. I mean, right. come on. We cannot. We cannot. Um, my my. Even though it wasn't a question, my second place was Hairspray. Mm. There's some great dancing in Hairspray for sure. Zach Efron, phenomenal. Who would have thought? See, I didn't. I don't know if I if the dancing stood out to me as much as the songs in Hairspray. Well, okay, so like the the bus scene when they sing "Run Until That," that's great. Dancing on the bus, and then of course, you can't stop the beat, which I will talk about until the day that I die. Yeah. Okay. Man. All right. Category oh. number seven. All right. Uh, if you were listening at home, this is a good time to get up, uh, go take a bathroom break, uh, maybe get a drink of water because you're going to need to hydrate because you're going to be perspiring. You're going to lose some fluids. Tears are coming out. Best tear jerker. Oh man. Wow. Um well Wes, I guess it's back on me on the on the rotation here. Um and I was the one who kind of suggested this category to you. Actually Tori suggested it. Oh, first. did she? Okay, good, <laughs> but good. I just put it in there. Well well I then realized afterwards that we picked a lar- large number of happy upbeat musicals a lot a lot of them not all of them um and so i just want to give best tearjerker to all of les mis <laughs> if we're being <laughs> honest because i wrote down five songs <laughs> from les mis and then like one other song overall but uh so i've got i dreamed a dream which you already listened to part of earlier is probably the biggest tearjerker from Anne hathaway on my own, already mentioned by Tori, very much a tearjerker, but maybe even not as much by of a tearjerker as her next song in, in that movie, which is Little Fall of Rain. Uh, there's also the epilogue. And then I'm going to I want to feature one song um, that maybe not the best singer in the movie, but but 
a surprising tearjerker that maybe people don't think about as much. Empty chairs at empty tables. Oh, stop. Did you just call Eddie Redmayne not the greatest singer? Stop yeah, he, he sings very nasally. Have empty you, um, chairs at empty tables. So there is a, there's a version by Ramin Krimlu who is, who has been a phantom. Uh, he was the phantom of the opera for like the 25th anniversary. He was the, like the best one. And he sings a version of that song and it's amazing. Well, hey, Wes, I'm trying to feature this song. So, okay, well, Perry, so shut up for a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> Let me mute myself. There's a grief that can't be spoken. There's a pain goes on and on. Phantom faces at the window. Phantom shadows on the floor Empty chairs at empty tables Where my friends will meet no more Oh, my friends, my friends Don't ask me What your sacrifice was for Oh, the song. It's it's I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, it's like right after um, the French Revolution, pretty much everybody has died and he survives because of Jean Valjean. And he goes back to this place where all of the all of his buddies were like planning the revolution. And he's the only one sitting in there and he's singing this Whew, tough stuff. Um, but yeah, that's, that's that's what I got. What about you guys? You're still muted, Wes. You're also still muted. That's so upsetting. I literally clicked the button, bro. Tori, what do you have? Me? Okay. Um, yeah, I kind of picked all of Lame's too. It had the worst deaths in it, like cried when Eponine died in Gravrash. Oh, that song made me mm. cry. Yeah, that was kind of. I mean, this the the name literally means the miserable. So you can't yeah. like not pick lemons. Wow. Well, you so you both picked all of lemons. Wow. So I'm the oddball, I guess. For me, I picked a scene. So for me, I it was when is in Fiddler on the Roof right at the end when they had to mm. leave. And they all got up and they're all like, I'm going here. I'm going here. And none of them are going to the same place. Mm. And like he hugs uh, Laser Wolf who like he like did wrong by by like tradition standards. And like they're sad to see each other to go. And I'm like, that's just not cool. Like what's Mm. happening to them. And what really got me the worst was when he went into the barn and fed his animals for the last time before the next farmer took them. And says to the horse, who literally does nothing because his leg is hurt, and he says, "Thank you, old friend," and I and walks out the door. I was tearing up. It was bad. Mm, all you need is an, is an animal to make West. All lose I need it. is an animal. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Well, um, I'll I'll play, uh, I'll play a little clip of a song from Samantha Barks because she was already chosen as the best female performance by Tori, so I'll just play a little clip of one of her songs that is also a huge tearjerker 
She has, at this point, you been shot. And stay with you. Is fading away. We'll make the flower grow. It's I'd so like sad. To, I'd like to say that so sad for, tearing all, up here, Wes. for all of the female listeners that don't understand how men can be so dumb, Maris is an exact example of how men don't catch hints because Ebony was literally throwing herself at him. Well, is it, it that like, he just is it that he doesn't catch the hint, or is it that he's got his eyes on someone else? Harry, they've been friends for like twenty five years. He should have known. He should have known, but but then after the fact, like it was too late. You know, it his it's, his heart no, it's, was gone at that point. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She was a better option anyway. <laughs> well, I do like feeling from her perspective of like she's got this just massive like she is in love with him and he is with some his feelings are for someone else but then she basically sacrifices herself for him and he expresses how much he does love her maybe not like an in love for her in the same way she desires but expresses how much he loves her a, and holds a friend love holds her close as she's fading away and this and she is feels she's expresses i don't know how right it feels i guess to be in his arms as she's as she's yeah, going it, it was right so it was sad. right <laughs> oh, yeah i also would like to give i don't know about you guys but like i love a good friendship story mm. and the whole uh jack and david friendship in newsies just like it it got me several times mm, very true right on but not not like in like a super sad way but i'm like oh i love you guys wow yeah yeah and we're moving on to biggest or best musical number and when we added that i was kind of thinking like a combination of like bop like replay level high kind of thing with also like it being a large musical number um you know that kind of thing not i don't know if that makes sense but that's that's what was in my mind when thinking of this category um what, what were you guys thinking yeah, same. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Production quality, you know, the works. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and go first because for the second time, I'm picking "You Can't Stop the Beat" from Hairspray. That's a. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a good choice. And so, just so the viewers, the listeners know, I fought Perry on this a little bit because I was like, Perry, if we do this category, I'm gonna pick the same thing twice. Ah. Uh... And. It's because it's this. I tried. So fun fact for the crowd. Um, my second favorite number in Phantom of the Opera is Masquerade. I think it's a blast. Mm, uh, Masquerade. It is. It is. That one is. But, so I watched it again and I'm like, it's just not as good as you can't mm-hmm. stop the beat. Mm. I love it so much. Yeah. I was also thinking of some Phantom songs um i was thinking of one day more from uh les mis because that is one of the one of the iconic songs from les mis and it's in the middle um right before the end of the first act so it wouldn't fall into any of the other categories um but i'm going with a newsy song uh, seize the day wow as, as the biggest best overall musical number 
time to seize the day. Now is the time to seize the day. Send out the call and join the fray. Send out the call and join the fray. Yeah, so it's like the choreography is is on a high level on this one as well. Just a lot of boys that are doing like pretty rigorous dance moves. Yeah, Uh, the music is like so. I think in general the choreography is is above the the actual vocals in this movie because it's not really it doesn't really feature any vocalists. It's like an ensemble, right? Um, But those are fun. That's what Masquerade is too. Masquerade just not. And so this song I think is the best listener like it's the most fun listen out of the soundtrack and it's probably also the most fun dance uh to watch so had to get the nod tori um i also picked one from newsies but not the one that you did i picked king of really because oh that's true that's was i love that one it's always a bop i love that it's like i think i'm remembering correctly it's like in a shop or yep, it's restaurant, a restaurant thing, yeah. Thing. And so I love the way that they use like the tables and stuff like that. So, yeah, that yeah, that's a good pick. The that, my favorite part of that one is when the boys jump up and like do the splits on pool tables. Like they're standing in between the pool tables and they just jump up there. Right. That's a good choice. I didn't. I forgot about yeah. that song. That's really yeah. good. It it really it kind of reminds me of the song. Um, so I know Wes, you had talked about before we started that if we if uh, the movie Greatest Showman was included, your list might look a little different. Uh, obviously, that's not Broadway yet. Uh, it kind of reminds me of um, the song at the beginning when they're at the bar, Zac Efron and Hugh Jackman. Oh. oh. It's called the other side. Yeah, the other yeah. side. Other side. So, anyway, just this—they're both in like a restaurant. Yeah, but the newsies obviously way more people, but they're like standing on tables and moving the tables around and doing using them as props and like. Greatest Showman is kind of at the bar throwing drinks back and forth yeah. or standing on stools or whatever. That was a good pick, Tori. Good yeah. pick. Thank good you. pick. I forgot about it. Really, also a catchy song. Also big dance number yeah and perry correct me if i'm wrong but that guy that's like the reporter i don't remember what his name is he's the guy from glory road and uh uh glory road i'm pretty sure it's the same guy newsies cast movie uh david moscow no that's the kid uh bill bill pullman bill pullman his movies are Independence Day, Spaceballs, The Equalizer. Okay, then he's then he's not who I thought he was. I Equalizer guess. two. I don't think it's the same guy. Never mind then. Well, he looks like him. 
Yeah. Who's the guy who wrote it? Never mind. It doesn't matter. But I'm looking it up anyway. Oh, that's not what I wanted. Josh Lucas. That's what I was thinking of. Josh yeah, Lucas. Yeah, lo- they look alike, right? Please say yes. Uh, a little bit. I think the Josh Lucas you. has a little bit more of a narrow face. Maybe. This, this guy's face is a little more round. All right. Number anyway. Nine. <laughs> number nine. Number nine. This Best. is a big category. It's a huge category. Huge. Best duet. Woo. Tori, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll go first. Um, oh, you don't sound confident in your. There's just so you wait many until now to decide. A little bit, a little bit. Um, I think for me, it was one... actually this one was actually kind of easy. Really interesting. Yeah, I honestly, think... it was easy for me too. Now I feel like I'm overthinking this. Um. <laughs> I'm going to go with one that's just a classic and was super iconic for me as a kid. 16 going on 17 from Sound of Music. Oh, yeah. That's the one that Love it. That's great. Ooh, yeah, why don't I play a little pick. bit of that? Because um, that is a classic. Let's pull that up. There it is. Yeah, classic, absolute classic, classic. Mm-hmm. classic. Dancing Pretty. around in the uh, in the old in the- glass gazebo, so cool. Also, that relationship, I just feel like it's so stereotypical nineteen sixties high school, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Until he becomes a Nazi, and that, yeah, then, I don't know if was that's stereotypical. Mad at him that was not to great, this day. Right. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so relatable when you're high school boyfriend becomes a nazi (laughs) oh no sorry sorry parents i hope that you don't come after me for that one this is rated t for t i mean the the nazis are a real thing it happened it was it was like and And that was a key it's a key plot point of the movie do not recommend also true yeah key plot point also true yep all right guys well for me uh i knew it the second i wrote the category down so for me, it's all I ask of you from Family yeah. Opera. Ooh, yeah. Okay, this is not it, what I ex- it's it's my favorite. Um, if I'm being completely honest, the the lyric of when I heard it for the first time of him saying, "Say you'll share with me one love, one lifetime," I I started to cry. I'm like, that is one of those beautiful sentences I've ever heard. Um, I will argue with my future wife should she exist that this be our first dance that would be so cute I cannot I love it I love it so much
So Wes, I actually, so my, my, uh, honorable mention is from Phantom of the Opera. And I just want to say, uh, Phantom of the Opera for me is like the movie with the best mu- the worst movie with the best music. <laughs> like I don't think the movie is very good, and I think when you visually represent the Phantom of the Opera, it's a, it's pretty weird. It's very, um, but the songs are, are so, so good. good. And I put the song Phantom of the Opera as a runner-up, just because. First of all, that is good. just I just love the accordion there. But uh, second of all, the song is really really good. But you call it the accordion. You call did it I call accordion. it the? Did I call that the the organ? The organ. Excuse me. There Excuse we go. Me. My my B. Uh, but this actually was not close for me. I just loved this specific duet. I hope it is what I think it is. From Greece. Yes. You're yes, the one that good. I want, and we're gonna just my... play the beginning because the beginning I think is the most iconic part of the song. So here we go. I just oh, yeah. absolutely, I had never seen Grease before, but I think I, I mean, like, it's crazy. I didn't realize I had heard the songs before. Like, it's the kind mm-hmm. of thing where I've, like, heard stuff mm-hmm. just by existing in the world. Um, and, like, I'm like, wait, I know where this is from. I know where the, where, who, you know, Danny is or, um, yeah. Summer Nights. You know, I've heard that before yep. and I didn't realize it. Um, yeah. The song Dude. is so good. The, so the, good. Such a fun moment. The movie in general is fun. Like I, I would give it like a seven out of ten movie. But like for me, that just means it was not a great movie, but super fun. Like I had a great time mm-hmm. with it. Would um, watch again willingly. Yeah, I wouldn't put it above uh, above some of the other movies. There's a few others on this list that I think I enjoyed more. But it's a really fun movie. Uh, maybe not a great message of like the girl that's like, I'm gonna give up my my own morals okay but he did it too okay it's true they both uh they both kind of like moved towards the other at the end um dude as as like as like a 10 year old boy watching greece for the first time mad crush on olivia newton john Mm. first of all and when she says tell me about it stud i'm like melting like (laughs) it's incredible also what if we day, get her to do a cameo where she just tells you that you're a stud? Like we pay her like a hundred no, bucks for a cameo. You know, that would be weird. That'd be crossing the line. <laughs> would you also, to this us? day, to this day, so Olivia Newton-John's been married like half a dozen times and divorced every time. Uh, and John Travolta's wife died a couple years ago. I still stand by that they should be married. They're still mm, friends to this oh. day. It's so cute. Oh, yeah, they're great friends. Yeah, she's fantastic in that movie a better singer than john travolta for sure um but i was sad that i learned that this was not the closer there was another song after Uh, this that was like immediately after this because otherwise this song would have been the closer but 
at least we have the duet because for yeah. sure, for sure, favorite yeah. duet. It was my number two. I love it. I also, I also want to give an honorable mention to somewhere from West Side mm-hmm. Story. Um, it's it's a classic, big time classic. Mm. Well, great. We have made it to the final <clears throat> category. I know. I know. That's Which wild. Best overall movie. I made also, a top three. Really? Hey, I before did. we do it, I'm just going to, I'm going to backtrack two categories because I forgot to mention something that I mm. think deserves to be mentioned. Okay. For the best overall number that I had as a, as a runner up, uh, greased lightning where they dance on the car. Come on. Mm. So True. fun. All right. Perry, you have a top three. I made a top I also, three. You know, I think I also could do a top three. If I needed yeah, to. I think that's where there's like a there's like a drop off after the the first three were clear to me. And then after that, it gets a little more jumbled. So I'm going to go first then. Sure. Uh, my number three. Best overall movie. I have Hairspray. Number three out of these 10, of course. Um I mean, you already know that by now, but I'm sure there's more musicals out there that would crack this. It doesn't necessarily mean it's my third favorite ever, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'd give it probably like an eight, maybe even a little bit above eight out of 10. Um, yeah, really fun, really good music and good choreography. Good, like, yeah, just was surprised how many characters were in there that I was like, I didn't know the actors were going to play such big roles like Zach Efron. And then, John Travolta, hilarious. Yeah, I think funniest. I think it's the funniest movie. So that helps. Okay. I think it's sure. the funniest one. So, and then my number two, Wes, it's Les Mis. My number two, not my number one. I think this is my, I think Les Mis is my favorite of them all. I think it's my okay. personal favorite. It gets me in the feels like very few movies do. And yeah, so good, the whole thing. And I could watch it uh, once a year easily. My number one best overall movie of this list is a lot of it is reverence, but and then I can just acknowledge how good of a movie it is. The Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sound of Music. Honestly, when I watched it earlier this week, I was just like, this is one of the most beautiful movies that yeah. was like, and it's made in the 60s, like 65, I think. Like just mm-hmm. the natural beauty of the way they shot the film, the the setting, like the scenes um, in Austria and the costume design and the acting's great. Like, and it's not that, like I thought it would, I thought it would lose me because it's like two hours, 55 minutes. I thought it would lose me at points, but it really didn't. It's got more suspense and stuff at the end than i was really expecting mm-hmm. yeah sound of music uh, one of the best movies probably ever made so yeah, for sure for so sure I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that one yeah uh perry our top threes are gonna be similar at three i would also have hairspray absolutely love hairspray like would watch it anytime mm-hmm. my number two and i don't know if perry sees this coming or not my number two is newsies Ooh. I texted Perry the other day after I watched it and said, Perry, this was my favorite movie I've seen in months. I yes. was glued to the screen the whole time. And so fun fact, I started this movie at 1030 at night on a weeknight when I had to go to work in the morning. And usually when that happens with my roommate Tanner and I, I fall asleep by 11. Okay. Mm-hmm. Watch the whole thing. It ended and I leaned over to Tanner. I was like, I love that. And he goes, I know because you never came close to falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, did he watch the whole thing with you? Yeah. Awesome. Um, oh, it was just so fun. And 
I loved every every part about it. Yeah. Uh, and my top overall movie, The Sound of Music. Nice. Wow. Les Mis did not crack your top three. I know. It's because I like Newsies too much, dude. Yeah. Nice. Wow. We both had Sound of Music number one. Yeah. Tori, are you going to add some some difference to our lists? Nope. I'm going to stay <laughs> the same. Um, for number three, I had Newsies as well. Even though it's not my favorite version, I still love it to death. It is so good. Love the plot. Always super interesting, fun songs. Um, number two for me was Hairspray. Also love that one. Super fun for me. And then number one, I also have Sound of Music. Too iconic, wow. not too. And it was the movie that I saw that started my whole theatrical love. So I couldn't not. Wow. Amazing. That's so interesting that we all picked Sound of Music number one, but none of us really fond over any of the songs particularly. True. Um, yeah, but we're all fond of Julian. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, yeah, sure. We're not, we're not, we didn't like mention a bunch of them, but I mean, Do Re Mi is so mm-hmm. fun. Total classic. Yeah. Um, and it's truly theater. It's not like you, it's yeah. not like they make these songs for you to like, jam to in your car like right it's not the greatest right. showman mm-hmm. right you know and even hairspray some of the songs in there like yeah. or or definitely dream girls is kind of that way mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. with a lot of their for sure pop songs cool i'm glad we could all we all kind of agree it sounds like we have sound of music one it sounds like hairspray is probably our two since we all put it in our yeah. top three there and then maybe newsies three it's because you guys both had it um and which is interesting because newsies and- is a lower oh mama mia go ahead absolutely last 100% last, last. dead last i'd i'd agree i think i'd i'd agree with you there uh it's just a genre and this is why west this is why i'm scared to watch dream girls because i don't like the genre of let divas be divas and this is mama mia you think mama mia is let divas be divas mama mia is you've got the three girls that are kind of maybe not maybe divas not the right but like you've got the three amanda seyfried and her two buddies you've got meryl streep and her two buddies and it's let let girls be girls divas like you go girl like it's just that's the entertainment value wes it's kind of similar to the golden girls but younger i mean um uh, but then, right that's what now. I'm worried about with Dream Girls is that the appeal, the appeal of Dream Girls may fall in the lines of like these divas being divas, and it's just not my genre. But I will watch it. I'll watch it for you. I'll watch it for the fans. How about that? I mean, it might be <laughs> watch it for Jamie. Yeah, Fox. it might be similar to that, but the music's way better than Mamma Mia. So. Okay. Also true. Yeah, it's like it's I didn't like ABBA. I didn't like like if I don't listen to ABBA like on my Spotify regularly, then why would I just go watch people dance to ABBA? I don't know. I right. could go I could go do that at any karaoke night past twelve p.m. Right. Wow. Well, this was fun. <laughs> yes, that was a blast. Um, everyone, be ready for Dear Evan Hansen because it's probably going to be good. At least the music's going to so be great. Good. We can count on that. Uh-huh. I think it's going to be an emotional experience. Oh yeah. Um, ben Platt has been Ben Platt has been mildly canceled, but that's okay because we're still going to watch it. Um, and musicals are happening a lot because, like we said, West Side Story is coming out, and they're currently working on casting um, Wicked. So, oh uh, yes, please. So yeah, Wicked was one of those that I'm like, man, if we could include Wicked. 
some of those songs would get in there if we could have included Dear and Evan Hansen. Some of those mm-hmm. songs would have probably gotten there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean the, the don't even the the Disney musicals like those. That one's kind of tricky because they're all movies first made into musicals. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know, I, when I was thinking tearjerkers, like Proud of Your Boy from the Aladdin musical comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, a duets, duets, another one, A Million Miles Away from the Aladdin musical. Tarzan musical has some some good stuff in there. Um, yeah, Lion King. I mean, there's there's some some quite a few good ones we haven't we haven't even touched on. So. And those are just Disney ones. Then there's more classic ones that are like, we tried to stay away from some of the more adult only musicals. Right. Which are also, I think still good. Still, still good. But you know, we try to keep it friendly for you all. So your kids can be in the room while you listen to the podcast. And because of that, that means there were a lot of musicals we didn't talk about. So if you think there's a musical, that's phenomenal that you want to say, Hey, you banter bros, you're dumb. You should have talked about this one. You should let us know. Yeah, please do on the Insta banter underscore pod. Let us know if we're dumb because it happens frequently. Well, for you. <laughs> Boom rusted. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Boom rusted. Uh, Wes, oh, your heart man. sucks. Boom roasted. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the office. That's why he says that to Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness wow tori thanks for yeah. coming on yes thanks for coming thanks for having me. adding some insight you're officially a friend of the pod friend of the pod we don't have those stickers we should ask sarah lantis what she's doing with our friend yeah, of the sarah pod lantis stickers. if you're listening please make us friend of the pod stickers. well great so uh until next week or next episode whenever that comes out uh, which we will be focusing on. Uh, do, we will be doing a build your own Disney dream 50th anniversary itinerary for the Walt Disney World Parks on our next episode. Until then, you're going to have to stay hungry. And you're going to have to stay humble. And you're going to have to stay hydrated. <laughs>